And we are back with another episode of From the Rafters. Sam and I are here recording on Thursday, April 14th. Uh, Celtics finally know who they're going to play, Sam, and I'm not surprised. You're not surprised. Nobody's surprised. But uh, Boston Celtics versus Brooklyn Nets in round one. We can dive right into it. How are you feeling? Not surprised and not thrilled. I, You know, nobody really wanted this. It's it's cool for us because we have a lot to – well, I have plenty to talk about. But in terms of, like – doesn't mean this, me saying this does not mean they're going to lose by any means. They could very easily win, yeah. but it's going to be one of those things. Like this, in but when we go into the show, Jack, I urge you to play the most wonderful time of the year because that's what this is. I love the playoffs. This is my favorite time of the year, but it's also the most stressful time of the year, as Christmas is for other people that care about Christmas and giving <laughs> gifts to others. Why would you do Sicko. that? You're and Sicko. um. But yeah, it's it's obviously very stressful, regardless of who you're playing. And then you play one of the uh, best players in the league, probably the best player in the league in the first round. Yeah. And you've got all these variables in the series that you don't know what's happening with this and that, in which we will talk about. But, oh, geez. And also, the, I hope the Cavs lose tomorrow. You just, you know, you don't get the job <laughs> done. You don't deserve to be in. But if you really want to dive into it, we'd start here. That Cavs game does not impress me. No. They shot the lights out in the first quarter, but then they were up 20, and then they won by seven, five. Kevin Durant, Kyrie Irving, and Bruce Brown played about as good as they could possibly play, and they won by five. Yeah, against the Cavs, who are not good. Yeah. Which I told you, I'm not sure if it was here in the pregame one time, but I was like, dude, the Cavs, if they play the Celtics, will get swept. That team team looked bad. The only guys and, that looked like they were worth a damn were Garland and Mobley. Uh, and Lavert was horrible. Markinen was horrible. Like in actually, their Ronda defense, was slightly defense. They were also missing an All Star. They were in fact missing. Well, an all-star. I'm saying with who played and who probably would play in the playoffs, they are not good. Mm-hmm. There is some rumors that Jared Allen could return tomorrow night. Uh, as we're recording this tonight, as you're hearing this, He's, he um, could have played or, Wednesday then, or Tuesday, whatever it was. He could have played. Regardless, I think Trey Young is going to handle them swiftly and just send them back. And if I'm being honest, I think Trey is. I think that's what the NBA would want to. At this point, I don't think this is not what we're talking about, but I think Trey Young could take a game or two from Miami as well. I just think he's that good. Yeah, we'll see. But we will see. As far as Celtics Nets goes, the way I see it, and obviously I'm a little biased. I mean, we're both biased. It is what it is. Like You want to talk about bias. Here you go, brother. (laughs) Right. My point is Point, pointing at myself for those of you just listening. <laughs> the Nets and the Celtics are built in a very similar way in the fact that here's our two guys that will score the ball. And here is the rest. The difference is the Celtics quote unquote rest is just eons better than what the Nets have as their rest, right? You got KD equating to Ky- uh, Jason Tatum, Jalen Brown, somewhat equating to J- uh, Kyrie Irving. I don't know if I said Kyrie twice. You know what I'm saying? KD, Kyrie, Jason, Jalen. Sure. KD is better than Jason Tatum, and Kyrie Irving is better than Jalen Brown. But if you asked any NBA executive, any NBA scout, any NBA fan, if they would rather have a backup lineup of Patty Mills, Nick Claxton, and Bruce Brown or Marcus Smart, Al Horford, and Derek White, it's not close. Never. Never going to be close. On top of that, 
I put out something on Twitter. Um, it was in it was in like the enjoy basketball community, so it didn't go out to like the public Twitter. I posed this question. I see a lot of people being scared of the Nets in Celtics land. And I'll ask you this. How is a top 10 offense with a bottom 10 defense going to beat a top 10 offense with the number one defense? That, well, you know, like, and someone why. came back at me, someone came back at me and okay, said, Oh, finished. look at the last, look at the last two weeks of the season. The Nets were ninth defensively and the Celtics were only eighth. I'm like, congratulations. Like that doesn't like, sure. Maybe they'll have a couple good uh, defensive games. They, they get, they gave up 130 points to the Pacers in their last game of the season. They did. In a game that they needed a to win. A game that I that, watched. That was not a game that was like, oh, throw away. This one doesn't matter. That was a game they were trying adamantly yep. to win, and they gave up 130 to the Pacers. And the Celtics have a better offense than the Pacers. And, well, anyways. I will say this. The reason why they are ranked bottom of the league in defense is because of the inconsistent group that they have had all season there was plenty of time well they lost they went all month without winning when durant was out durant mm -hmm. who is a decent defender he's long he's gonna create issues he had three blocks against the Cavs the other day um he's a big help ben simmons could come back which we can get into later in full capacity yep. if you would like but that could help them bruce brown has been a good defender these are individuals it's not a team Thing for them like it is the Celtics the Celtics are a well-oiled machine and it's kind of funny speaking of them being you know so coherent as a unit watching the Cavs seeing their defense and for me to notice like wow like this is they're trying to do what the Celtics do but they can't do it mm -hmm. like oh my gosh you could you could see they were trying to switch and they couldn't figure it out there was bad communication yep. guys were getting wide open lanes i mean bruce brown and uh claxton there were playing two on one in the whole fourth quarter <laughs> yeah they would yeah. get the ball to bruce brown off the roll and he would throw it up bruce and brown the, near the triple guy, double the, the main man thinking he can attack the celtics front court i assume you saw the quote i did and durant did not like it bruce brown Ozo. who you know uh is on the wish list for me. I would love. I love Bruce Brown. Bruce Brown. He's so great. I think he as, plays as great a local and... player. I would love to see him play for the Celtics. I is his contract actually up after this season, or was that a guess? Nope, I believe it is. I think he took. I think he actually took a league minimum deal to return to the Nets this year. So maybe he does something similar again. Um, but yeah, he gets he's, a you're not a league minimum. He took MLE, MLE from the Celtics this year, and he's got nothing. I would, I would he love could. to see him. Yeah, he play. could. He's he would fit perfect. I mean, he, that's what he does. He plays defense. He'd be excellent. Uh, but yes, he said he could go yeah, right at Tyson Horford. Bozo. That's just, uh, it's, that's dumb. Like, I don't have like a nicer word to say about it. I put out the stats. Like, since Robert Williams went down out of lineups, out of two man lineups that have played any sort of like defensive minutes together, any sort of like substantial minutes. Horford and Tice have the best defensive rating. Opponents shoot 42% against them. Sure, the paint numbers go up a little bit, but like, it's not like you're not going to replicate Robert Williams, but they still have a better defensive front court than the Nets by a mile. Like, it's, it's, it, it was ignorant of him to say that. And I think KD understands that that was stupid because now the Celtics have bulletin board material, which we all know is crucial in the playoffs. I, I don't know what he was thinking with that one. <laughs> that, like, plus, and we can get into this too. We still don't know if Robert Williams is going to come back in the first round or not. Like he could very well be back by game five. Woj reported it. Steve Bolpet reported it. 
you know, Brad Stevens said we're going to take it careful, but yeah, Brad Stevens contradicting those reports today on the radio. Did you get a chance to see what he said or listen to it? No, I didn't. So he went on Toucher and Rich this morning. It's Thursday as we're recording this. He said, uh, you know, we he had Rob has not done any contact uh, drills yet. He's not up to full speed yet. He kind of downplayed it. Says he's on that original timetable, as well, Brad tends do. to do. Yes, exactly. Well, game there five, game five would be the original timetable. After game five is four weeks. We'll see. So you never know. It's, it's, it could be the shorter end, and it's going to be interesting. I I'm excited to see it. Obviously, having Rob back is huge, and it was one of the reasons why a lot of people, including myself, didn't really want to play the Nets in this round because you want to make sure you're at full strength by the time you're playing tough competition. I mean, you can't really beat around the bush. Like This is probably the best team you could have played in the first round. Yeah. They're, they're better the than Toronto, players. despite Toronto being hot for the last month or so. I'd you rather know. play the Nets than Toronto, though. I would, too, because we don't have to talk about anything. <laughs> we don't have to talk mm -hmm. about any of the crap. But, yeah. yes, I mean, it's not not ideal, but it's doable. It's absolutely doable. I mean, you beat them a month ago, and you played excellent. They played good. It mm -hmm. Was it you that posted it? That I mean, I saw somebody on Twitter posted that Hawks game that Brooklyn lost. Durant and Irving combined for 86 points, and they lost the game. Like they that can't is, defend. they don't. Yeah, play that is exactly it. If you want something to hang your hat on, look no further than that game. Because I, I said that like it's they can put up a hundred points between the two of them, and all the Celtics have to do is score one hundred and ten, and they win the game. Like they're not going to get much production from anybody outside of KD and Kyrie, and if they do, it'll be like you know KD and Kyrie will score thirty piece, Patty Mills will score fifteen, Bruce Brown will score ten. And what that's 60, 75, 85 plus whatever the rest of the crew scrounges up. Like they'll put up points because they have a good offense. But if they give up 120 points every night, that's not going to matter. Like it's just plus the Nets, like they beat the Cavs by that much with the score. What was the final score? Like 114, 116, 114, 106. amount of points. They whatever. went out and did not miss in the first quarter. Claxton made a jump shot near the three-point line to end the quarter, mm -hmm. and they only finished – they only scored like 60-ish points for the rest of the game. And the Celtics have a better defense than the Cavaliers. Even yeah, the Cavs are like bad. They have a good defense. They, they were horrible in that game. Yes. Two players played, played three – two and a half. Rondo had a decent game. Played well for them. Marketing mm -hmm. horrible, Levert horrible, Osman mm. was non existent. All these guys, and then people are saying the Nets, you know, they may have flipped a switch, which they K Love was all right. Love I'm was good thinking. too. He deserves it, he deserves credit. Um, but people are saying, you know, the Nets could flip a switch defensively, which they could, they could. But in that Cavs game against a team with not a lot of offensive weapons, the Celtics are much, much more well equipped on offense. They really didn't – I mean, they almost lost. They gave up almost 110 points, I think. I don't know what the final was. I forget. Nets, mm -hmm. Cavs, score. I think it was 106-114. 108-115, it was close. Okay, so almost 110 points they gave up. My thing is, and I'm going to keep saying it, 
the Nets aren't going to put up 120 every night. Like everyone's I looking at that one singular Celtics game, like where the team had to put up 54 to win. I understand that Ta- Kyrie and KD are good. And yes, they can have good games for however many, but that's not the case for the rest of the roster. Like even if Kyrie and KD went astronomical and hell, let's say they average 40 for the series and they don't miss. Patty Mills doesn't get a shoot. 10 of 10 every night from three. Like, I'm sorry. And if I jinx this, I'm sorry, but that's just not how basketball works. Like he's not going to shoot, you know, perfect from three for the entire series. Bruce Brown is going to be good, but he's not going to put up a triple double every night. Right? Like even if Kyrie and KD combine for 80 average 80 on the series, the rest of their roster isn't good enough to average the other 40. Yeah. That, uh, that's that's just the how, real like, point. That's how it is. And, even if they do, you know, get better on the defensive side of the ball, even if the Nets are the best defense they can possibly be, they're still nowhere close to what the Celtics are defensively. Even at their absolute peak, they're not what the Celtics are defensively. Through the second half of the season, the Celtics were the best defense in the NBA by a landslide, not even close, like the best. And yes, they fell off when Robert Williams got hurt, but even at the Nets' peak, they're not as good as the Celtics defensively without Robert Williams, and I stand by that. And every day of the week. Well, there you have it. it like <laughs> it, I, I understand the concept, and they did it last year. They played all right defense in the playoffs last year. They're worse this year. They are a worse basketball team this year than they were last year. That's true, one hundred percent right. True. And, and the Celtics are much better than they were last year. I mean, I need somebody posted the box too. score from yeah last year's series. It's like Romeo playing significant minutes. Uh, Neesmith, Jabari Parker, Jamari Parker. Tristan Remember we, Thompson, last year we were Evan talking Fournier. about, we were talking about Jabari Parker being an excellent play, which he was, he was very good when he did play. Yes. I thought he made an impact. He did well. He was all, solid. More power to him. But he was an important player in that series for the Celtics. You serious? I mean, now it's remarkable the job Brad has done in proving the depth on this team. And the players on the team deserve credit as well. Obviously, Tatum and Brown have taken a step up. Smart has improved this season. Peyton Pritchard has been excellent. Like they brought in Horford. Tice has been excellent since he came back. Rob Williams had a monster season before he got hurt. I mean, Grant, all these guys have improved or have been brought in by Brad. Like it's a collaborative effort all around, and it has made things much, much easier for these guys at the top. Let me break it down. And Jalen Brown didn't play in that series. Exactly. Last season, when the Nets beat the Celtics in five, by the way, not even a sweep, in five games. Which is remarkable. The Celtics started six different players throughout the entirety of the series. Six different players. Four of those six players are no longer on the team. Right. 66% of the players they started in the series last year that all these Nets fans are pointing at and saying, look what we did last year, are no longer on the Celtics. Jalen Brown, who is an all-star caliber player, it was an all-star last year, did not play a single game. Kemba Walker, who started two, three of the games, two of the games, was so, you know, the Knicks thought he was so bad this year that he is no longer with the team. Evan Fournier couldn't shoot unless he was playing the Celtics this year. He started some games. Romeo Langford got traded, and he hasn't done anything on the Spurs. He 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 was not playing before the trade. Tristan Thompson's played for three different rosters this year because he can't land anywhere. And now he's in Chicago, whose defense is horrible. 
I don't know what we're expecting here. Jason Tatum got better since last year. 100%. I, I stand by that. Marcus Smart got better from last year. 100%. Then you're replacing Tristan Thompson with Al Horford, which is just an infinite upgrade. You're replacing Romeo Langford with Derek White, which is just an infinite upgrade. Yep. Especially lately, he's been excellent. His shooting has been much better. Jabari Parker with Grant Williams' improvements, which is just, again, skyrocket. You're replacing, who did, who did they have off the bench last year for a center? Rob? Was it Rob? Uh, no, Rob, Rob started. Rob was out in that series. Yeah, Rob he was out. So who, who came off the bench? Cornette was probably one of them. They played Cornette. Parker at center at times. So you're replacing Cornette with Daniel Tice. Upgrade. Easy, right? Well, Tice, I think, is going to start and should start in this series until Rob. Yes. Back. Yes. Okay. So then Peyton Pritchard is replacing Peyton Pritchard. I guess he played. Did he play? But he he's, probably played in the series. He's got a Better. more defined role this year and he's been knocked down from. Three. Yeah. And that's all of that. I said all of that without even mentioning the fact that Jalen Brown is back. Yes. Like I didn't even use him in my comparisons. That's you're adding an all-star on top of all of those upgrades. Then you look at the Brooklyn Nets, KD and Kyrie still there. Sure. You don't have James Harden. You're losing your all-star. You know, hate, love or hate James Harden, whatever. All-star MVP caliber player last year, right? Not this year. Last year, he was that. I think he's better than Kyrie, too. So if you had to pick between the two of them and you kept the latter, you know, you kept the third. So, yeah, sure. You have Seth Curry. Now, half of Seth Curry on his bum leg, you'll have Seth Curry. You have Andre Drummond, who is bad. He's whatever. He's a big body. Sure. That's great. Like, good for you. You have Nick Claxton, who's better. You have Bruce Brown still. You don't have Blake Griffin because he's played himself he's off the watching. court. He's watching the games. Yep. Patty Mills is an upgrade. I'll give you that. There you Aldridge go, is Mills. also watching the games. He's not playing. Yep. Watching, not playing. Like, like, let me look at this Nets roster that played. Like, I just don't understand how people think, look at these rosters and make the comparison. They're missing the Joe Nets Harris, which is year. a big piece for them. Yep. No Joe Harris. No Joe Harris, no Jeff Green, who played phenomenally in that first round series against the Celtics, by the way. You bet your ass. There, no Landry Shamit, who shot the lights out. You know, like, you're replacing Landry Shamit for Seth Curry, which would be an upgrade if Seth Curry weren't injured. You're replacing Jeff Green with Patty Mills, which is just not a correct positional upgrade. Like, you're replacing Blake Griffin with... No, but they don't have forwards. How are they going to guard the Celtics length? They don't have enough like forwards. Like Bruce Brown is a good defender, but he's six five. They they just I, I don't understand why some like I, I fully get that the Nets could make a run in the series because they have arguably I won't say that they have the best player in the series and the third best player in the series. I won't argue that. But they're not a better team than the Celtics, and it's not close. It's not close. People are so caught up in Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving and so caught up in last year that they forget that the Celtics have lost, what, nine games since the end, since the start of the new year, right? Like, I, it's just, it baffles me. <clears throat> like, what is Kyrie and KD's record together this year? It's probably good. Jack, Kyrie, we, we have uh, some breaking news at, 1225 on Thursday, ESPN reporting Ben Simmons is targeting games four, five, and six as a return. So we will not be back 
for the first three. Where do you see Excellent. that? Uh, Legion Hoops. Mm. It was sent to me by a friend. Legion Hoops. Interesting. So I, I coming into the pod was concerned with that because mm. that's somebody they could throw at Tatum and have him chase him around. If I'm Brooklyn, I'm I think they're handling it correctly, and I'll tell you why. Is if you're if you wanted Simmons to come back and play Sunday or Wednesday next week for games one or two, for a guy that's a head case, you really don't want him starting uh making his first uh you know debut, whatever, since leaving Philadelphia because they were mean to him. In a hostile environment where he's going to touch the ball and the whole arena will say shoot because they don't think he can shoot like I I wouldn't be surprised if there are we want Ben Simmons chance at the garden. People people are out on him. I I'm not one of those people. I mean, let me rephrase that. I think he's a bum, but I think them getting him back is helpful because. We discussed already their weak point is defense. That's what he does. So it would be helpful for their Achilles heel there if he was back. He'd be there to chase around Tatum. He has size. And it would make things easier on KD because he wouldn't have to do that. I understand that in theory. But I feel like it's definitely not that easy to just throw somebody into a defensive game plan and say go. Right? Like that's just – you can't just – they have to change everything around him. Not to mention, I hope the you're right. God awful issues they'd have offensively. You're sacrificing offensive flow, which is the whole reason people like this team for like a defensive player of the year caliber player on the defensive end. Yes. But like those Philly teams had defenders around Ben. It's not like it was just Ben as the only good defender. The Brooklyn team won't, right? Like they'll have, if I'm Brooklyn, the best lineup I can put together is. Kyrie, Bruce Brown, KD, Ben Simmons, Nick Claxton. That's my go-to lineup. <clears throat> if I'm if Steve I'm, Nash. If I'm Steve Nash, I'm going Kyrie, Bruce, Seth Curry, KD, Simmons. And Simmons will play center. I, I'm not I'm not putting Simmons out there with a rim runner, another one. Your spacing will be garbage. Well then who guards like the Celtics two big men? And I know Tice isn't one of them. that, but Simmons. Okay, well, but, that's but if true. you say Simmons on Tatum, yeah. then how the hell is that going to work? They'll do so. They'll figure something out. I'm sure they will. But on top of that, our whole thing with Ben Simmons is he's good if you let him play make right. That's that's Ben Simmons. Who who are you taking the ball? Who whose hands are you taking the ball out of to put it in Ben Simmons' hands? KD, because well, I'm not I'm not saying that's what I would do, but I'm saying if you're doing that, that's whose hands you're taking it out of because he's been so the they're gonna him and they're Bruce gonna Brown. re. They're going to reshape the offense in five games to allow it. By the way, he's, what is it, four, five, and six he's returning? Mm. Who's to say the Celtics aren't up 2-1-3-0 at that point, right? I like, sure realistically like speaking. I'll tell you what. I, I think the Celtics <clears> – go ahead. I, I'll tell you what. They better blow them out Sunday, the Celtics, because I don't want to hear – I don't want to hear, wow, that game was close. Wait till Ben Simmons comes back. I don't want to hear they lost to Brooklyn and Ben Simmons isn't back yet. I don't want to hear that. I want them to come out and they should obviously want to too. I mean, they're getting paid for it, but come out 
make a statement. That's what you should do. That's what you should do. You're at home. It's Easter. I'll be there Wednesday, by the way. Uh, me, me and the old man hitting the streets, making the trip <laughs> up. We will be there. It'll be fun. Can't wait. And but simultaneously, I understand Ben Simmons is amazing. He has not played organized basketball in a year. One year. And the last time we saw him play organized basketball, he passed up a layup and shot 30% from the free throw line. Yeah. Yes, he's a good defender. He was bad. The last time we saw him play basketball, he was objectively terrible. And everyone expects him to be the difference between the seven-seeded Nets and the two-seeded Celtics, who are also missing their defensive player of the year caliber big man. Mm. I, I don't get it. It, I, maybe I'm ignorant, and I again, I understand KD and Kyrie are good, and I understand Ben Simmons is an all-star caliber player. Both teams are missing Defensive Player of the Year candidates. Before he got injured, Robert Williams was a Defensive Player of the Year candidate, was he not? Yes. Yeah, no, he was. So He was. Obvi- I'm, not, I'm not dumb. Ben Simmons is better than Robert Williams. It is, he is. He's a better player. But in terms of fit, how this team is played, they're effectively both missing that defensive presence they are lacking. Ben Simmons isn't going to do shit on offense. He's just not. Mm. He's going to hurt them offensively. Robert Williams is a plus on offense. So I understand Ben Simmons is the better player, but for what their teams need, need I think Robert Williams coming back will be a bigger impact maker than Ben Simmons coming back. Oh, I don't think I'm disagreeing with you on that. I think Rob is like the perfect fit. We've seen it. He was a big piece of that. Uh, juggernaut run the Celtics had for the last three months. Yep. I just think if Simmons comes back, you're going to have a, it, it's going to throw a wrench into things a little bit on both sides, maybe, but for the, it makes things harder for the Celtics. In my opinion, I just don't think it's going to be, you know, like I I'm all for making fun of the guy. I think he deserves to be made fun of. I think he does a lot of stupid things. I think him sitting out and saying they were mean to me in Philly. So I'm not going to play here anymore. It was stupid, but his calling card is defense. This Brooklyn team is not good at defense. You know, you made a good point. Like, okay, I personally think that they should play Simmons at center and call it a day, but then, you know, who's going to guard the Celtics bigs that I'm sure they'll have to figure out, but having him back makes it easier on Durant defensively, in my opinion. And, and that'll help him offensively. I talked about this in something that I wrote recently as well. Um, did you read the Ime Udoka piece? I, I didn't finish it, but I read most of it from The Athletic. No, I don't have the. I don't pay for that. <laughs> That's fine. So basically, the, the qu- biggest quote I took from it was, Ime Udoka is trying to have the Celtics zig while the rest of the NBA zags, right? He's going in- into defense and playmaking and length while the rest of the NBA is playing small ball, shoot a lot of threes, go through stars, stuff like that, right? They're doing everything opposite. If I had to guess, the playoffs is a time where teams go to their stars, right? The Jazz will go through Donovan Mitchell more than they usually do. The Nets will go through KD and Kyrie more than they usually, excuse me, more than they usually do. The Bucks will run through Giannis more than they usually do. Things funnel through the stars. I don't think the Celtics are going to do that. I don't think they're going to change the way they play basketball just because it is a week after the regular season ended. <clears throat> I think they're, they're going to continue to play the same team-oriented basketball that has allowed Jason Tatum to be better, that has allowed Marcus Smart to be better, that has allowed Jalen Brown to be better, that has allowed all these people to be better in the playoffs 
And I think that's what's going to make it so special because if they go to that 1v1 basketball where it's just Jason Tatum trying to make a play, which is what a lot of teams do, then the Nets have a chance to stop him. KD's a great defender. Ben Simmons is a phenomenal defender. So if he comes back, you can stick one of them on Jason Tatum and shut his ISOs down. But if the Celtics are playing team offense, the Nets are a bad defensive team. They have, Like you said, they have good defensive players, but they are a bad defensive team. The Celtics have great defensive players and are an elite defensive team. <clears throat> so not only do they have the manpower to stick on KD and Kyrie to slow them down, they also have the backup plans to stop the rest of the roster and also stop KD and Kyrie when they eventually do get past the people that are guarding them one-on-one. If Jason Tatum gets past Ben Simmons, because, I mean, Ben Simmons is a good defender, but Jason Tatum's an elite offensive player, who's stopping Tatum at the rim? Nick Claxton? Maybe once in a while, but Tatum's going to foul him out of the game. Andre Drummond's going to foul out in two minutes. Two minutes. Like, he's going to be gone. So right? will Tice. <laughs> right, right, okay, sure. So will Tice. But then, I mean, Claxton versus Horford, take your pick. I, like, it's it just, again, obviously I'm biased. Obviously mm. I'm, you can say I'm a homer, but whatever. These Celtics are a better defensive team than the Nets are at their peak. And the Celtics aren't even at their peak. I think the Celtics with Daniel Tice instead of Robert Williams because of the injury are is still better than the Nets defensively with Ben Simmons in the lineup. Hell, even with Ben Simmons fully integrated into the lineup, which he won't be, by the way, again, let me say, he hasn't played basketball in a year. And the last time he did, he was bad. I don't get it. I, and I understand you got to respect the Nets because they have stars. Celtics in six every day, twice on Sundays. I, I hope you're right. Close. I hope I hope you're right. I, I, I also I'm really hope not afraid. to swing back to the email piece there. I hope that they don't go through the stars in the playoffs. I hope they stick to what's worked that for them because the Celtics were bad when they were trying to do that. They they were mm-hmm. bad. We were not we, but Twitter Celtics fans on Twitter. Some people, oh, you're going to break those guys up. They can't play together. You know, all that stuff was happening when they were trying to play through the stars. Once they just started playing as a team, that all went away. The guys still got their numbers. They still played excellent. Jalen Brown put up 25-plus points in 10 straight games or something down the stretch here. Like, he was fantastic. Tatum was balling out. Uh, one player of the month, like player of the month, player of the week, like three weeks in a row, whatever. And then he didn't win player of the month, by the way. How crazy uh, is that? Cares? I don't care. <laughs> you know, the only award I care about I know, is smart winning the defensive player of the award, just because I think he deserves it, it. It looks pretty good. Have you seen the numbers? Yeah, but I don't know what, per, how many more votes are there? How many people still have to vote? I don't get it. I don't know, but t- smart has like double the votes of my, he my does. Yeah. Right so it's looking looking pretty good yeah that's the only award i care if, if uh one of the guys wins just because i think he wholeheartedly deserves it uh he doesn't really get recognized a lot on a national level he did, he's started to now now that people are talking about it but before that nobody's really talked about him everyone said he's a bomb this that um you know i i just think he deserves the recognition and i wholeheartedly hope that tally is done before the playoffs and they get to give him the trophy at home i don't know if they mm-hmm. will do that but i hope they do because I- he deserves the recognition. Yeah, I think it depends on whether I do that award show because I know they haven't done it the past two years with COVID, but I assume it'll be back. Uh, and if, if it is back, like it'd be cool to see Marcus Smart accept the award on a stage and you know what I'm saying? Stuff like that. I like, disagree. Was, <laughs> I think that would be the lamest thing ever. <laughs> All right. Well, fair enough. But yeah, I'm not I'm not worried about the Nets. 
obviously I, I you got that little twinge of doubt because they have two great players, but I think the Celtics will handle them in six. I don't want to say five because KD's that good, but I, I, I hope you're yeah. correct. I think they're it's gonna be a big pain in the ass. I think they might have to play seven games. I think it's gonna be a stressful experience as a fan. It, it, come out please just just put an end to all of it. Come out game one, slap them. Come out game I'll put it two, this way. Win. Go ahead. I think the Celtics are capable of blowing out the Nets. I hope so. I don't think the Nets are capable of blowing out the Celtics. I don't know. Because I, I'll, explain, I I'll think... put it this way. I'll put it this way. The Celtics have the defensive manpower to hold the Nets to under 100 points. The, Celt- the, the Nets cannot hold the Celtics to under 110. And I saw this. I think it was Steve Bulpett who wrote it. If the Nets are to win I the series, it. they will need the Celtics to help them win the series by playing yes. poorly. If the Celtics play the way they've been playing, they will not lose. They cannot I, lose. I believe like they, the, the tagline was the Nets can't beat the Celtics, but the Celtics can lose to the Nets. Yes. Or it was like that is, the, the Celtics can lose to the Nets, but the Nets can't beat them. That's what it was. Exactly. That is a hundred percent facts. If Jason Tatum and the Celtics collapse and decide they want to play the basketball that wasn't working for them at the beginning of the year, the Nets are going to win the series. But if the Celtics play even a shell of the basketball they played to the end of the year, they will not lose. And I stand by that. And if this comes back to bite me in the ass, fine. But the Nets are not a good defensive team. I'm going to keep going back to it. We always say the two things in the playoffs that matter are stars and defense. Sure. Stars and defense. Both teams have stars. One team has defense. Well, there you we, go. We, yeah, that's what I say. That That's where I'm, I like that. I'm, see, that makes me feel better. I, I just have this feeling. It's just probably me being an anxious fan, as I always am this time of the year. I always am very nervous. I mean, shit, Jack. I went to church two years ago. Uh, I remember the this conference thing. finals because I want, and they did not work. So I've not been back uh, <laughs> for the first time since being confirmed. So there you go. I mean, I do things in the playoffs because I get nervous. Maybe and this year you need, to do, you need to do the opposite of church. Cause that didn't work. Should, should I try into other religion? <laughs> every game I try into religion. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And then Speaking of religions, this is actually an interesting segue. Uh, Ramadan. Uh, Oh, Ramadan. No, this. no, this is actually important because it's on both sides. Okay. Uh, so, oh, okay. Kyrie and Jalen Brown are both, from what is my understanding is, is Muslim. They are Muslims. So, mm-hmm. from April second to May first is Ramadan. If you don't know Ramadan, uh, you are not allowed to eat. I don't think mm-hmm. or drink. While the sun is up, you have to fast. Religious fasting, I believe. Religious I, fasting. I, if I game one is at three thirty on Sunday, <laughs> it's in the middle of the day. These guys are going to have to play basketball without having a drink of water. How is that going to work? That's insane, hey, man. Respect. I mean, you power through it if that's what you believe in. I respect that you're able to do that and still perform at a high level. I know Ennis Cantor did it, or sorry, Ennis Freedom did it um, for a while. Well, he, he did it warrior. successfully. All right. Let's. My my point is, um, if that's what you believe in, and you're able to play basketball through that, like respect. I don't think I would be able to do that. No, um, that's what I'm saying. That's, that's amazing. That's it's cr- incredible. But that's uh, it's incredible. It's unfortunate for those guys that it happens to be this time of year because it rotates. Yeah. From my understanding, it's, oh, does it? So next year, I think it'll be May and then June, so on. But this year, it happens to be this this timetable, April to May. 
Oh, that's insane. Imagine when it, I mean, yeah. I know people that get tired playing basketball at, at a minimal level. Imagine being at the top level and you're in the playoffs and you have to give more than you would in a regular season game. And you can't even have a drink of water. More power to those yeah. guys. Uh, it kind of moves back and forth. It's usually around March to May ish. It's sometime in between them from what I'm looking at. Um, yeah, no, it's crazy though. Respect. Like, again, if that's what you believe in and that's what you are, you know, not inclined to do, it's just your religion, like respect more power to you. That's, that's that, awesome. that truly is yeah. insane. I'm just, that's incredible feat. And if you're betting, bet the under on those guys, their totals. I, I, <laughs> I, I hey, can't imagine I would be able to do, well, I mean, I'm not a professional athlete, but I would not be able to do, you know, any physical activity to level. I Kyrie dropped 30 activity. something. In the play-in. Yeah, but I'm talking about Sunday because Sunday it's during the it's a day game. I I believe he was able to at least like drink in that playing game because the sun was down by then. No, I don't think so. Because the game started it, at, at least seven. in the second half, it was. Oh, I guess maybe it's, it's not June that. yet. It's not going till 9 p.m. That's nuts. That's crazy. Yeah, no. That, it's that is something those guys are gonna have to endure. It's wild. Um I think that about covers the Celtics Nets preview. Do you want to look at some other matchups around the league for the last couple minutes here? Oh, hold on. I want to because I want to go what into else you a got little first? bit more. Yeah, because I I am very stressed about this series. Just not because <laughs> it's just it's just my nature in the playoffs. I every game I'm sitting there on edge and like, oh man, they lose this one, they could lose the next one. Which is not the way players think about this, by the way. They think one game yeah. at a time, but. As a fan, that's just how you typically are inclined to think, and you feel like every home game is going to be a win for either side. So, like, you're like, oh man, like, you know, game one Sunday, blah, blah, blah. They get a win. They get, a, I mean, listen to me. I'm saying they need to blow them out so I don't have to listen to people talk about it. But I'll tell you what, if they win this series, oh, the absolute like bashing Kyrie on Twitter from everybody is going to be unreal. The absolute like, euphoria amongst the fan base is going to be something else. I'm it's going to if be they win the series. If they win the series, if they bounce them, mm -hmm. if, if the Celtics win handedly, say they win in five or something and it's at home, the, the sending off of that team, like see you later. Oh my God. The fans are going to give it to them. That I, that more than anything is what I'm looking forward to just see what, what, what's going to happen with all this. How, how is the reaction going to be now? If they lose, it's going to suck. I gotta say that. Yeah. that that's part of the reason I'm really nervous. It's really gonna suck. But if they win, my goodness, prepare yourself. <laughs> I mean, I'll be in on the fun. You you bet I'll be in on the fun. Yeah. I'm confident. I'm supremely confident. I'm not worried about the Nets. I'm glad you feel that way. I don't. And I'm not mm -hmm. saying I know more than you. I just in my stomach, I don't feel good. I it's, I'm it's, more worried I get about that the feeling Bucks. in my stomach. I'm more scared of the Bucks in round two. Well, Even though I know the Celtics play the Bucks well. I just they're yeah. Hopefully that's the conversation so the Bucks. we get to have. So do the Bucks. Bucks Hopefully also we to get, get to say, all right, game one against Milwaukee is coming up. We got to preview it. I hope that's the conversation we have in the coming weeks. Imagine the scenes. Now just, just live with me in my fantasy world world for a second here, Sam. Imagine the scenes. Celtics win in five. That's what I'm Milwaukee, saying. Wait, no, no. Milwaukee loses in seven. Oh. Fantasy, uh, fantasy world. Just imagine the fantasy world. How beautiful would life be? How, how just how beautiful, like how amazing would that be? 
and you talk about a cakewalk. But if if Chicago <laughs> somehow beating Milwaukee, you don't yeah, have a yeah, 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 <laughs> and they're pretty good at that point. Unless uh, like no, yeah, three guys um, like yeah. get COVID or something. Like Giannis, Middleton, Holiday all oh, get COVID yeah, no. or some like crazy thing that would make them sit out, like an injury. Which we not saying we want that, but that would that's what it would take for Chicago to win. You know what we could do for the rest of this episode? We could make our playoff predictions. Sure. Yeah, let's do that. All right. Let me let me get my iPad. Uh, you keep talking about the Nets for two seconds while I grab this. Oh my gosh! I swear, you you want to talk about Sam getting the ultimate dopamine hit? You give me the fans having at Kyrie in a blowout closeout win at the Garden. That's something you go back on YouTube. You watch that guy was an absolute prick on his way out. He's been a prick since he stepped on the logo, which we have not talked about yet. I know Jack does not care about it, but I do. And I feel like as a fan, most of the fans do care. If they get to crap on the guy for like a whole fourth quarter because the game's over, it's going to be some something to remember. And also, I will say this, Jack. One thing that makes me feel good, and we haven't mentioned this yet, I feel like if things get hard for the Nets, they're going to quit. Really? Yes. I just think there's so many excuses of they don't have Joe Harris. Ben Simmons is screwing around there. Like the supporting cast isn't good enough. There's just so many things that those two guys at the top can get frustrated with to the point where it makes them want to quit. I feel like I could see that happening. And we've seen Kyrie quit in the playoffs before. Firsthand experience. It's no fun. I cannot find my charger. Ah, there it is. Okay. Uh, I'm good to go now. This. If you're not plugging the charger in the laptop while you do, well, you don't use a laptop. You use a desktop. No. If you if you aren't plugging it in, you're doing it wrong. My oh, iPad, God. by the way, I'm also on the iPad bandwagon. You take this bad boy off the charger, it dies faster than, uh, I don't know, you step on a bug or something. I didn't have I didn't have the punchline set up on that. <laughs> but it dies fast. I, I mean. You're you're asking that thing to go into some serious labor if you want to stay alive without the charger. Yes, sir. All right. Um, so playoff predictions. All right. Let me get a new document open here. Uh, are we doing uh, we'll go east game totals we'll go all the as way well? Through. Yeah, sure. We'll go all the way okay. through, and we'll see how we did round by round. Uh, we can make new predictions as we go, but I feel like this will be fun. So, do you want to go? You want to go first? Sure. Round by round. Yeah. Yeah, we can go first. All right. You want to um, start in the east? Yeah. Yeah. All right. Okay. We'll, we'll go round by round, though. So we'll first round on both sides. Okay. Yeah. Yep. 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 Okay. So Miami versus. It's going to be Atlanta. It, it's okay, going to be we'll Atlanta. Just say, we'll and say and Atlanta if it's Cleveland, they'll win in four. Miami. Okay. Uh, but if it's Atlanta, they're going to win in six. Uh, Miami wins in six. Okay. So you go Miami in six. Yes. Miami in six. And then we've got. What is it? What would be next on that bracket? Philly, Toronto. Philly, Toronto. Play. Yeah. Yeah. That one might there? go seven. Okay. That so one might got? go seven. I think Philly will win, but I think it's going to be tough for Philly. So Philly and seven? Yeah. Okay. What do you think? So uh, we'll get to that. We'll do me next. We'll do. Okay. I'll, I'll go next. I'll go next. Let's, I'll let's hang Sam out to dry. Yeah. Yeah. Look like well, if you want, if we want, you can do no. the East and I'll do the East or we can do, no, no, we'll no. both give we, our predictions can, for each yeah. series. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If That's you want to do that, you want to do that? Like you, I'll tell you my prediction after you. No, like, you can go through after me. Okay, okay, okay. Okay. Milwaukee, right. Chicago. 
Uh, that's Milwaukee and four. They might as well just not play the series. Okay. And then Boston, Brooklyn, obviously. I, I think the Celtics might have to win in seven games. That's nervous okay. Sam talking, but I I don't disagree with you where I, and I just said, I think you could make Bro- Brooklyn quit. I don't know. I, I just don't know. There's too many variables for me. I think seven is the safe choice for that, but I think the Celtics can absolutely win. It's just going to be a massive pain in the ass. Phoenix versus Clippers Pelicans. Well, all right, so this is where the variables come in. So if it's the Pelicans, mm-hmm. by some miracle, they'll be swept. If it is the Clippers, depending on – then then you want to get crazy. I mean, Kawhi could come back. I still think Phoenix will win, but if it's the Clippers, it's probably six. Okay. Phoenix and six. Yes. Uh, then it would be four or five, which is Dallas, Utah, right? Ooh, Dallas and five. No, 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 no. No, I'm sorry, because Luca. He's uh, questionable, yeah. Is He's... there a timetable on him? They no, said I don't think there has been one. <laughs> yeah, I'll say, I, I, I'll say I can't Dallas, imagine he'd miss it, but. Yeah. I, I say Dallas wins in six games. I think that Utah team is a disaster. They all hate each other. Mm-hmm. And this might be the last season for that team. So I, I think yep. Dallas will win that pretty comfortably. All righty. Uh, Golden State, Denver. Steph Curry, by the way, said he hasn't ruled out a game one return on the Draymond okay. Green pod. I believe that's what I saw. He said very optimistic that he'll be able to play in game one. Is what okay. He Draymond. All right. Well, I'd say Warriors win that one in f- six, maybe five. So, Denver well, six team's five. not bad, but they still don't have their, uh, you know, Jamal Murray or uh, Porter Jr. Okay, so you go into six or five games. Just do six. That altitude might be a pain in their ass in game four, uh, three and four. True. All right, Memphis, Minnesota. Hmm. I think the Grizzlies are nasty. That Minnesota <laughs> team's not bad either. I think you're going to get a Grizzlies in six. Okay. Right. Six. Do you want me to do round one now, or do yes. you want to go through the rest of yours? No, you right. go. So Miami Atlanta uh, is first. Miami versus. I, I'm just assuming Atlanta. I mean, maybe it could be. Yeah. Cleveland, but... <laughs> and if it's Cleveland, though, it'll be a sweep. It'll be yeah. a sweep. I'm going. I'll go Miami in five, regardless. Okay. Um, I, I think they're a lot of credit. Team. You're giving the Cavs. <clears throat> giving them a game. Well, that, that was more just to be safe, hovering in between the the six and the four for the Cavs. But uh, Philly, Toronto. I'm going Toronto in seven. Wow. Um, yeah, I don't. I don't think Philly's going to come out of that first round. I don't think they. I. I don't know, man. I think they will. I. I. We're on the same page. It's going to be a grueling series, though. <clears throat> it's not going to be easy. Uh, Milwaukee, Char- Ch- mm. Milwaukee, Chicago. Might as well be see. Charlotte. Uh, yeah, that's four. Milwaukee's winning in four. I don't think. Yeah. Uh, and then Boston, Brooklyn. I think Boston wins in six. All right. Uh, Positivity. Boston and six. Um, then uh, Phoenix versus LAC slash, <clears throat> excuse me, New Orleans. I think uh, Phoenix sweeps no matter what. Wow. I think even even think. with returns to yeah. the Clippers. Really? Yeah, I think they. Sweep. I just think they sweep. I don't think Kawhi will come back regardless. But even if he does, I think they sweep. Yes. Um. 
What's next? Why am I blinking? Uh, oh, it would be Dallas. Dallas. <laughs> Dallas, Utah. Oh, my Apple pen pencil thing died. Okay, that's fine. Uh, Dallas, Utah. I think depending on obviously Luca's return, um, I'm gonna go. Uh, if Luca was playing, I was gonna go. I had Dallas in four, but I'll go Dallas in six just in case. But if Luca plays in game one, they're gonna sweep the Jazz. All right, there you, you go. Um, next up is Golden State, Denver. I think, I don't think Jamal or MPJ comes back for the Nuggets. I think that could obviously have an effect, but I don't think either of them will come back. I'll go Golden State in seven. I think this goes seven. Really? You think that's a grueling one? Well, you I know, do. I had to stick think, with my boys out there. I had to give them the benefit of the doubt. My I boy. think it could go six, but I think the Nuggets, I'm sorry, let me rephrase. I think Jokic is just that good. I think he's... He's that guy. And then Memphis, Minnesota. I think Memphis wins as well, but I think it'll go six. Um, I don't know if you said six as well. Uh, you said. I think I did. I said six. six. Yeah. I think Memphis will win in six. Um, I, I think they had some playoff experience last year, and I know the, the Timberwolves also have inexperience, but I think it's just a tough series. Like they're just both two tough teams. Yeah. All right. So then that leaves you with <clears throat> you have Miami, Philly. Yep. You have Miami, Toronto. I will pick. Yep. Oh, I'll take Miami. I think that one would be a pretty grueling series as well. I think that might be seven. Yeah. All right. I think that I I just don't know how to feel about the Philly team there. I'm not sure. I think they they are the biggest uh, like window of how good versus how bad they could be. You know what I mean? Yeah, they're the biggest room. You've got people picking them to come out of the conference or. You know, you picking them to lose to Toronto, which is not unrealistic. Yeah. I think uh, also for my Miami Toronto series, I'll take Miami in seven as well. I think Toronto would take them seven. I really like Toronto, but I think Miami is better. Then you have you have Milwaukee, Boston. I will take the Celtics, of course. Yeah, I'll take them in seven games. I think that would be a absolute grueling series to be a part of mm-hmm. back-to-back grueling series yep i'll also take boston in seven i think they play milwaukee well and they'd have they have court. they'll be at the garden yes they exactly. will exactly so then that's huge i said that before the playoffs I and rob should be back, back. <laughs> for most of the series most of it i would say um be back you will then one, so. you will then have phoenix dallas that'll be phoenix in probably six games Phoenix I will six. say it could go. I'm going to say six, but it could go seven because Dallas has been pretty hot. They've mm-hmm. been almost at the Celtics level of being hot. If Luca plays at full health, the series, I think Dallas wins in seven of Phoenix. Yeah. Wow. But if he doesn't, I think Phoenix wins. Okay. So what, what are we basing it on? Like, are we assuming Luca's healthy or are we assuming he's not? I am. I think by then okay. he's going to be healthy. So if I'm going to say if Luca plays Dallas in seven, and if not, Phoenix is going to win in six if Luca is not healthy for some of it. Luke I think that's prick, that, that big of a difference. Yeah, <laughs> he's that good. Um, that leaves you with Golden State, Memphis. Oh boy, you know that is a tough one. I like both those teams. <laughs> yeah, but I will say this: I think the Warriors would win. I think it would go seven. I just think they've got. Too much experience there. Too many players that have been there before, been a part of those uh, 
championship teams uh, to, yep. to really get punked. But I, I think Memphis is a fantastic team. Yeah. Um, I think I lean Memphis in seven, though. I, I think that would be a very tough series. I think um, they're just more well-rounded. I think they play better. It's crazy for me to say they play better as a team than Golden State, but I think Golden State has Well, the record without Josh air. shows that. Yeah, they sure. have less room for error. Um, all right, then that leaves you with a Boston-Miami conference final, Sam. Yes. Oh, baby. I think if they get that far, it, the Celtics may be red hot by then. <laughs> they would have Rob yeah. back. I think you have them coming six. off two seven-game series. I so. know. So you I, got think, I think six. if they get that series, they're winning in six. Okay. I think I also have that. I think they'd take them seven, but I think Boston would win. Um, I think they would, they, if given the opportunity, they would close it out at the Garden at Game Six. This is going to be a tough, tough, tough road for the Celtics. Oh yeah, no one's a hot take there, Jack. Very tough. Yeah, this is, this is tough. Um, <clears throat> that leaves you with Phoenix, Golden State in the conference oh, finals. Oh boy. Oh man, I think that's Phoenix and six. Okay, Phoenix and six. That leaves me with Phoenix slash Dallas. Versus Memphis, I think whoever wins Dallas or Phoenix will win the 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 West. So yeah. I'll put, and I think they'd win it in seven games. I think it would take them seven to get out of the uh, series with Memphis. But I I think it would be Phoenix or Dallas. Um, so I'll go Phoenix or Dallas in seven, and then that leaves us with Phoenix Boston, right? Oh, Pretty geez. much both of us. Which I mean, you get that far, you got to pick the fellas. That is yeah, Celtics. Uh, you hang the banner outside uh, me being Celtics podcast, man, Celtics in six or seven, me being NBA fan in Phoenix, but you didn't hear that from me. You think it would be close? Yeah. I think Phoenix would win in six or seven. I think the series would go six or seven. Regardless. I think Phoenix will be heavily, heavily favored. Um, I, I just, especially if they get that far. I also don't think Phoenix will get that far. If Luke is healthy. I think this is. I think Dallas has been good enough where they'll get there, and I think I would year, hate to play Dallas. I would hate to play Dallas in a yeah. playoff series. If this is my hot take, and I'm saying this on April 14th, 2022, this year is the foreshadowing of the start of the Celtics versus Mavericks finals era. Hmm. I'm telling you that now. Well, I'll hate that. I'm telling you that right now. And I think it's going to be Luka versus Tatum. That's going to be the conversation for a long, long time. I think in the next 10 years, those two are going to meet in the finals four or five times. I'll, I'll leave it. I there. hope so. I hope the Celtics get there four or five times. I do not like playing. That's what I got. Luka. I think this is the foreshadowing of that. No, he's good. You can't, you can't doubt him, but I think that's what the next era of basketball is going to be. And I think John's going to have his moments. I think Devin Booker's going to have his moments. I think, you know, Giannis is going to get there. I think this is the beginning of the Dallas versus Boston era. Wow. So I'll leave it there. All right. Uh, but that's all I got. Back. That's all I got. That's all I got for today. Uh, anything yeah, else we, you want to say? We went a good length here. Uh, we did. Next time you hear from us, ooh, we might have a break here, Jack. Depending on your, I'll bring my mic in case I can record there, but uh, we might have a little break here. Yes, I'm going away on vacation. Yep, but uh, yeah, that's all I got. Thank you guys for listening, and I'll throw it over to Sam.
All right. Yeah. Thank you guys very much for listening or watching. If you're watching, you're probably on Guy Boston or Bannertown. If you are, make sure you subscribe. If you're on Guy Boston, you can catch us 30 minutes, 30 minutes before every game. Jeez, man. Uh, it'll be an assortment of Jack, me, Tim, or KJ. I will not be there for game two. I'm not sure Jack will be there for game one. Um, but somebody will be there, hopefully. Uh, make sure you subscribe again. And if you're listening on whatever streaming service, make sure you follow us. That way you don't have to wait for Jack to tweet the pods out. You can follow Jack for when he does tweet the pods out and all of his articles that he does at Jack's One NBA. And you can follow me at Sam France NBA for me to complain about whatever I'm watching. Uh, that's a short break. Check, Jacko. Come on.